0: Welcome back to the show. This week, we say goodbye to 2020. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for something good Hidden gems often misunderstood Cause you know there's no such thing as too much hello and welcome to another episode of miscellaneous important stuff i'm jay sheldon and i hope you've had a good week i hope you had a great christmas i hope you got to spend it with some family at least i hope you at least got to spend it with someone you know i don't want anybody to spend the holidays alone so yeah i hope you're doing well i mean it's been uh, quite a year And that's what we're going to talk about some today. I did have a different episode planned. I recorded a whole thing with my friend, Nick, who's been on this show several times before, but it uh, didn't go well. And I don't mean that the conversation wasn't good. I mean that I screwed up and the recording is, it just doesn't work. You know, I hate to record stuff and not put it out, but I don't think I can use it. So maybe we'll do, well, I'll, I'll see if I can convince him to do it again. I think he will. Sorry, Nick. We knew there were problems when we were doing it. I didn't do a test, so I didn't find out till later. Anyway, my fault, but we're still going to kind of do the same show. We're going to talk about what's happened in 2020 and uh, say goodbye to this year because I think we're all ready for it to be over. Not that 2021 is going to magically be different. You know, January 1st, it's we're probably going to still be in the same situation, but I think 2021 represents some kind of hope, I guess. I hope that it represents hope, but we'll see. Um, so I have some stories from 2020, some pop culture moments that we're going to get into, but, um, yeah, it's a pretty simple show. I think it's a, it's a perfect farewell to the year because, uh, yeah, why, why linger too long on 2020? So it's just that one segment today. And, um, and then, actually, I have I have a suggestion for you at the end of the show. So after we get through the stories, make sure you stick around because I just have an idea. It's something that I do at the end of every year, and it's just, uh, it's something that I recommend to other people because I get so much out of it. So um, I ho- I'm hoping that you will too. And if not, that's fine. But anyway, stick around, stick around to the end of the show, and I will explain that. But for now, let's get to some stories. Internet stories. Okay, these stories come from ksat.com, K-S-A-T.com. I've never heard of this website, but I thought they had a pretty good list of things that have happened in 2020, so check them out. If you Google that, I think I just Googled best pop culture moments of 2020, so... Google that and you might find this website, ksat.com slash a bunch of stuff. So you're gonna have to look it up yourself. I'm sorry. I guess I should post a link. We'll see. Brad and Jen reunite. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston reunited at the 26th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards at the Sh- Shrine? Shrine Auditorium on January 19th, 2020. You know, was, was that a big moment? It, it, as if they had been living in on different planets forever and, I mean... I mean, was that really the first time they had seen each other in forever? I don't know. It didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. I guess if you're, uh, you were into their relationship, then maybe that brought you a lot of joy. I, listen, they're both beautiful people, beautiful people. So, you know, I don't pay much mind to their life or what's going on in it because I feel like they're fine. And that's, that's the, I I don't, I don't get it. I don't, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Kobe Bryant dies. Now this was a big one. I'm, I've am i become more of a basketball fan in the last, I guess, 10 years. I didn't watch the NBA much growing up, but as I've gotten older, I've really gotten into it. But I wasn't, like, a Lakers fan. Uh, I, like a lot of people, was just a Kobe fan. I didn't, I didn't even watch a lot of the games. I just knew who Kobe Bryant was. I've seen plenty of Kobe Bryant highlights. I'm, you know, I'm very familiar with Kobe Bryant, but this didn't hit me like I know it hit a lot of people. But at the same time, reflecting back on that, it's like, this guy, he was... He was a a le- he was a living legend, and, you know, anytime you lose somebody like that, it's a big deal, I think, because, I don't know, it's like, I think some people have a hard time understanding sports, and like, why we love sports, and why we, why we care as much as we do, I think it's because it's an escape, you know, so some of these athletes are more than just athletes to people, because they are, they are the escape, the teams, the athletes, they're an escape for so many people around the world, and... Yeah, Kobe Bryant was a legend. So, sad. It's also crazy to think that he died in January. I, it's This year feels so long. Harvey Weinstein sentenced. Yeah, that was a good moment, right? Also, like, the, the whole situation is so sad. It's great to know that big mogul types like that can be brought down when they're doing wrong things. If they don't have, like, total power. You can get to them. I feel like this was a good example of that. Maybe that's part of the reason they uh, gave him the sentence that they did to make an example out of him, which is, that's not a bad thing, right? Because he's clearly a monster. I don't know. How else do you describe that? I love to uh, play devil, devil's advocate and think about everyone's feelings, no matter, matter what kind of person they are. If they're good, bad, uh, something brought them to the point of doing terrible things. But it's real hard for Harvey Weinstein. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to have any real feeling for him. It's just, eh. What he say it's good news though he's in prison megxit happens it was the exit heard all around the world megxit prince harry and megan markle announced they were stepping back with their roles in the royal family i remember hearing about that i i have no connection to it it is interesting though i, I think you don't know the pressures of royalty unless you're in it and i imagine um you know it's not the craziest thing to think about leaving I'm sure you're leaving behind some good things, but at the same time, uh, the pressures that come along with being in a royal family, I'm, I, I don't know. I think I would want to step away too. I don't think it's that crazy. Surprising, I guess. I don't know. You don't hear about that much, but I, I don't i don't blame them. I think if I had an opportunity right now, I wouldn't be in a royal family. Like, leave me out of it. Keep... No. No, that's okay. No, thanks. No, thanks. i will I'd rather be average. The best and worst reality TV dating show premieres. And yes, you might be wondering what are we talking about. Well, obviously, we're talking about Love Is Blind. I totally forgot about this show until I read this article, and it, it 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 was incredible. These shows, these shows that would have been like forgotten about in any other year, that just would have been average television, became huge because people were looking for stuff to watch and then to talk about. So, Love is, Love Is Blind is very interesting because it. Well, I guess the theory was that you can fall in love with somebody without seeing them, but I think as we all could have anticipated some people fell in love and then they see the person and then they're not attracted to the person physically which I think if we're all being honest like that's that is part of it like you want to be somewhat physically attracted to the person that you are gonna get in a relationship with and that's gonna be more important for some than it is others but it is it is a factor so anyway fascinating experiment I think they are doing another season maybe I should get on there because seems like a great option probably better than tinder honestly Just before the pandemic hit America, Netflix users became obsessed with a new reality TV show called Love is Blind, in which couples become engaged before ever seeing one another. So was it before the pandemic? I thought it was during the pandemic. It's really hard to keep track of the 2020 timeline. Tiger King premieres and takes our minds off COVID. Now this I do know happened during the pandemic and that's because, well, it was at the beginning and we were all looking for a way to take our minds off, well, everything. So, the world became obsessed with Tiger King just as we all started to social distance. What a wild docu-series that was. And, you know, for anybody that's listening outside of Oklahoma, maybe um, if you've seen the docu-series, then that was your first exposure to Joe Exotic. For anyone living in Oklahoma, this guy's been, he's been part of the culture for quite a long time now. And I actually, I can't remember if I talked about it on here or not, but years and years and years ago, when I wasn't that familiar with who he was or the zoo, there was a job listing on Craigslist for a videographer that they wanted to stay in the park. I guess it would have been one of those trailers that shows up in the show and basically do a documentary, like a reality TV show about him, about the park. And at the time, I was like, this sounds really interesting because it's so bizarre. I knew of the zoo and it paid like $400 a week, which was nothing. But I was very young and you got to stay there. So I was like, I could probably make it work. And I'm kicking myself now because I probably would have been in this documentary if I had accepted that job. Well, it wasn't offered. I never even applied, but I thought it would be interesting. Little did I know that 10, 15 years later, whatever, whatever it was, that there would be this insane insane documentary series about joe exotic and the people around him so part of me is like man i could have been it would have been quite an experience and the other part of me is like that made that that might have ruined my life so i don't know but yes that was um what a show it was great i think it was what we all needed at the time zoom reunions zooming became the new way to communicate in 2020 and everyone was doing it from prince william and prince kate to the casts of Parks and Recreation and The Office. And I, I never understood that. I mean, we've had all these other programs that you could do video calls. So I don't i don't understand how Zoom became such a big deal. I mean, good for them. Like this was quite a year for them. They, they did just fine. But I mean, there's Google Hangouts, there's Skype, there's, I don't know, there's, there's several. So I don't know how Zoom came out on top because it really started at the pandemic, it seems. So I'm confused, but yeah, I've used Zoom. Because that's the thing to do now. Everyone's using Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. The last dance fills void of sports. Also true. Great documentary. Even if you're not a fan of basketball, it's a great documentary series. The documentary series about Michael Jordan's last season with the Chicago Bulls called The Last Dance was the perfect substitution for sports being gone at the beginning of the pandemic. True, and I don't even remember when this came out. I guess it was April. It was April. That feels so long ago. I think it was April, right? Bizarre, because at that time, we were all trying to figure out when it was gonna be over. If it was gonna be soon? If it was gonna be a month? I don't think anybody, most people did not expect us to still be in a pandemic I mean in the beginning they were like two weeks you know a couple weeks we'll be out of this and here we are to what is it 10 10 months 10 months later and uh still got some time to go so anyway yeah this was a perfect distraction uh, I mean they had all this footage for me as like someone who's in uh like media where I, you know I do cinematography and editing I like this is fascinating to me because they have footage from 25 years ago or 20 20 something years ago that has never been shown. And like, that's, I love that. I love that. So the whole way they put it together, the way they told the story, I think it was just very interesting. And, um, I'm just, I'm a fan of champions, even if they're, they're not the, the best people always. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. They're, uh, polarizing figures, you know? Some of these people are very polarizing, but I think that's what I love about a champion. I just love seeing people win and like finding a way to win no matter what. And I don't mean that they're like killing people, but it's just like they have a drive to succeed, unlike any other. Like that—that is Michael Jordan. So I think this this documentary was, uh, God, it was great. It was just great to go back to the '90s. It was—I don't know—I love the '90s too. So just seeing that footage, it was just—it was—it was great. If you haven't watched it, check it out. I think even if you don't love basketball, just check it out. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris win 2020 election. Now, obviously, that's going to be included in this list because it probably was the biggest or one of the biggest moments in pop culture. So much controversy was surrounding the entire election from beginning to end and even after. So, yeah, big moment. I think um, if you've listened to the previous episodes, then you know that I was so glad when it was over because I was tired of talking about it. I I don't know that anybody winning the election was going to fix anything because i think we have so many other problems there's like all these internal problems in the government i don't know who's going to fix that i'm not going to fix it i don't i don't even know how i barely know how the government works let's be honest so great they won now we can move on and to me that was the biggest greatest part of the whole election thing is that um it it's it being over that was the best part and I'm sure there are plenty of other pop culture moments that I'm missing, but there's uh there's a few. Let me know some of your favorites. Internet stories. Okay, so there they are, some of the most memorable pop culture moments of 2020. Not they're not all good positive moments, but they're definitely memorable. And you know, I know for myself, I could easily think about the negative of the year i've um i felt down probably more than most years i've been uncertain about the future i've just been blah you know like i'm sure a lot of you have too but i think it's even more important if we can to try to focus on the positive because i know if i look back there there's still so much good that came out of this year and it's easy to forget that because when you're feeling terrible, it's really easy to forget the the good things that have happened to you. Like I, you know, I've, I've been able to start working for myself this year. I've been able to finish projects that I've been trying to get done forever. I've been able to start new hobbies. I've been able to, um, well, you know, I've not done a very good job of exercising, but there was a point where I did do a good job and it's just, there's been a time there's been some time to step back and really think about things, evaluate my life, and I think that's probably true of a lot of people, and I think we should be thankful for that. Even if stepping back and evaluating your life makes you sad, because from that, hopefully, become, come, hopefully from that comes more positivity moving forward, but anyway, maybe tell me some of your good moments from this year, and you know, there's one way to do that. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, there is there is something I want to suggest to you for New Year's Eve. It's something I do every year. Actually, it can be on New Year's Eve or it can be on New Year's Day. Um, I write a letter to myself and that's evolved. And now actually I do an audio recording to myself. But when I started this about eight years ago, I, uh, I think it was New Year's Eve. I wrote a letter to myself that I said... I couldn't open till the next year. That's the main rule. You write it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and you can't read it until New Year's Eve the next year. I always read it on New Year's Eve. Sometimes I write the new one that night. Sometimes I wait till the next day. Anyway, the whole point is to reflect back on your life uh, in the previous year and just put some thoughts out. And then maybe write down what you're hopeful for for the next year. So there's no real format. It's just you're talking to yourself in the future. You're thinking about the things you've accomplished. You're talking about the things that you hope to accomplish moving forward. And then, I don't know, for me, it's fun to look back on the letter from the previous year and see uh, how things have changed in really such a short amount of time. So much happens in a year. And when you're reading that letter from the previous year, uh, you're reading things that are, some of the things in it are almost two years old, you know, if you're talking about things from the previous January. So it's, um, it's something that I've grown to love. I look forward to it every year. Uh, it is December 28th when I'm recording this. So in a few days, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I'm going to listen to the recording I did last year to myself. And I don't know, I, I recommend it to all of you. If you, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but I've gotten a lot of joy out of it. It's something that, uh, yeah, like I said, it's been, it's been beneficial to me in my life and brought a lot of joy. So if you do it, let me know and let me know how it goes. I'm, I think I'm eight years in now, which is pretty good. It feels like I just started it. So anyway, I think that's it for this week. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that next year is a new beginning and uh the start of a bright future for all of us but we'll see we'll see but that's it for now if you like this episode please let me know if you hated this episode please let me know and if you have any ideas for future episodes please let me know thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next year